Alright, so we quiet. Wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> Alright. Comic Fest. Here at Comic Fest. It was Halloween Comic Fest. Halloween Comic Fest. <laughs> And I'm here with, with my man, Doogie. What's up, dog? Hello, how you doing? How you doing? Hello. What's up, man? So, so real quick, because I know you... Thank you for taking a moment. Quick second. <laughs> He's been bouncing in and out. We, we were trying to connect. So, let the people know, because um, Halloween Comic Fest is going on here at Amalgam. You have an event that takes place at Amalgam as well, and it's called Vinyl Tap. Yeah, Vinyl Tap 215. We'll be back at Black Friday. I got my escort here, Dara 14. She's chilling. And um, yeah, we um, we just get together. What well, we say, we have um, group therapy, and we camouflage it as um, all vinyl DJ event. We just come in, um, have make a joyful noise, as they say. Nice, man. That is cool. Where, where did that whole concept come from, man? Um, pick it up, pick it up. Don't die. Um. Just hanging out at the record store and thinking it'd be a good idea to play records with other DJs at the record store. And it just grew and grew and grew. The more we did it, the more we saw we were um, having fellowship. The more we saw we were exchanging knowledge, the more we saw we were supporting each other outside of just records. Records was is our point of contact, but like, you know what I mean? We text each other randomly and just be like how you doing today yeah. and this is the other DJs that we've been working with for like almost three years now we go out and have dinner I mean or lunch or coffee and just hang out for like two three hours and um because there's so many places where like you know as parents as cultural service providers it gets isolated and you know it's just something for us by us you know who are the DJs that are down with Vinyl Tap Oh man, there's so many, but um, off the top of my head, we got Black the Knife Man, we got Particle Ray, we got um, Rasan, we got John Morrison, we got, um, I'm gonna forget people and they're gonna be mad at me. But yeah, it's, it's um, like a huge collective. Yeah, I mean, we have like four or five people that are there almost every time, and then there's people that show up, you know what I mean, every couple months. Um, Junior from Record Breaking is down with us. Um, Little Dave from Ill Vibe is down with us. Um, Steve Farrell. Uh, my man Chick the Funk Man. My um, brother Big Dave goes by DO77. It's just everybody um, comes to play records they love, and, and we share that love. Now you got the the next one that's going to pop off is uh, Black Friday. Well, the next one the next one at Amalgamous Black Friday, but we're at Brewery Town Beats, our um, the um, the genesis of it. We're there on November second, this is the first Saturday, and then we'll be here on, on November 29th at Amalgam, and then we're back at Common Beat doing a um, a Stilly Dance special in West Ooh. Philly, um, and that's on um, December 15th. So um, you know, mark your calendars because. We're out here. Vinyl Tap 215 is the um, the at, as they say, on Instagram and all that. And also catch me on Doogee 13, at Doogee 13, um, doing what we do. Who's, who's your, little, uh, your little sidekick here, man? You want to say something, Dar? Yes. That's Dar 14, the dancing machine. Hey, hey, how you doing? Good. Do you like Halloween? Yes. Yes? What do you like about Halloween? I'm getting candy. 
Ooh, do you have a favorite Halloween candy? Lollipops. You like lollipops? I love lollipops. I like that. Do you have like a favorite flavor? Mm, bubble gum. Bubble gum? That is very cool. Now, are you going to get dressed up for Halloween? Mm-hmm. What are you going to be on Halloween? Moana. 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 You like Moana. That's a, one of her favorite movies. That is a very good movie. That's a very good movie. Nice. That is nice. You bring them big old you can't wait, can you? Yeah. That is so cool. And you, I see today you dress up as a ballerina. Yes. You do ballet? Yes. You like ballet dancing? Yes. Oh, I know. I'll bet. I'm saying because I got You're very pretty. Thank you. Thank you for talking to us. You're welcome. She's very cool. You, you, you're doing good, my friend. Um, yo, man, you know, it's a full-time job. Amen. And it's the, uh, what they say, it's the hardest job you'll ever love, parenthood. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that, dog. Are you a Halloween fan, dude? Um, I like the fact that the neighborhood we live in is safe enough that I can still take my daughter out trick-or-treating. That's a blessing. You know what I mean? So we're out there and in, in, in a little pocket of black opulence. <laughs> and I say that because, um, as a joke, but it came to my attention that the reason that there's um, a collection of um, black people with intergenerational wealth in Yadin is because it was one of the first places in the United States to outlaw redlining, which was a, um, a policy dedicated to keeping black people as renters and not as homeowners. There we go. And home ownership is the cornerstone of intergenerational wealth. But that's, that's, that's a whole topic for another day. <laughs> he, he break it down now. He break it down to my knowledge in this joint. Man, listen, like, what, what we were talking about yesterday, entertainment, media, policy. Amen. Amen. Dude, thank you, my friend. Thank you, my man. We'll be talking. Dude, right here, Halloween Comic Fest. Go to check him out, Vinyl Tap. Doogee 13, Instagram, and all the social medias. Holla at them. Peace. Well, Halloween Comic Fest at Amalgam is still rolling on, and now we are sitting with the uncanny triple herself, ladies and gentlemen, Ariel Johnson, the owner and proprietor of Amalgam Comics and Coffee House. Hey, Ariel. Hey, Len. So let's get one thing straight. When you introduce me... I need all of my aliases. It is your Amalgam Tribble, a.k.a. Uncanny Tribble, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy Tribble. Show enough. In the building with Leonard, the Bat Tribble. <laughs> He's going to kill me. He's going to edit that out. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. You know, hey, it's whatever. We'll set up whatever. How has uh, Comic Fest been for you today? <sighs> Good, but long. I've been up since 3.30, so there's that. Um, mm. But it's been a good day. I, I'm hoping that um, everyone who came out has enjoyed everything that's going on. I hope the vendors had a good day. I hope folks enjoyed the vendors. We had some really great folks here, as always. Um, we had, for the first time for Halloween Comic Fest, we had a kid's craft. So it's just a $5. You, uh, you pay $5. It includes all the supplies. And we were making uh, popsicle stick monsters. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we have some, some cool pictures. Kids were really getting funky and creative in there. Mm. Um, eyeballs and feathers everywhere. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I I, I I was really excited about that, and we got to um, 
you know, use the, the new space and everything. I know, because now Amalgam, which is one of, you know, the biggest comic book stores on the East Coast, if not in the country, is now bigger. It's now bigger, yes. You got a performance space here. What's up with that? Yes, this has been a long time coming, and I'm excited to be able to like use the space to, to do even more in the community and support um, other folks in the arts, and uh, whether that be comics and graphic or writing or performance. Um, you know, just kind of continuing to do what we do, like what mm-hmm. we've already been doing, but hopefully doing it better. Yeah, and it looks beautiful back there. It really looks beautiful. A lot of hard work and love on the top. Thank you, Lynn. Yes. I can't wait either. And this is this is great, but I'm also looking forward to going home and taking off my shoes. My feet hurt. <laughs> I've been baking all day. I feel you. But I'm curious, where do you stand with Halloween? Are you a fan of Halloween? I am. You know what? So kind of like a mixed bag so when I was younger you know you did the thing where you had that plastic mask and that like cape thing yeah that plastic bib it was like not really a costume <laughs> it was just a plastic bib that had like Casper the ghost and then you had Casper the ghost exactly mask, the mask yeah. yeah like those dollar store costumes so we you know did that um I think when I was in Girl Scouts I had like a year where we really dressed up and I was like a pirate that year um but then uh my mom got really into church, and so just the kind of it kind of sling not even slingshot because we weren't really super Halloween before we were kind of in the middle. But then it kind of went to like, okay, we don't celebrate it, da 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 da, and you know, and not coming at anybody who feels like that that's they don't want to celebrate or recognize that holiday. Um, but just kind of as I've like grown in maturity and even maturity in my faith, I'm still a Christian. Um, I think Halloween is great. It's fun. You know, as someone who likes outfits and costumes, it's like, well, everybody should be celebrating this. It's like, you get to like dress up and nobody be like, what are you doing? You know? Um, yeah, so it's just, it's it's fun. Um, unfortunately, uh, I mean, so I did have like a little stint in my, you know, my late 20s, early mm-hmm. 30s, where I was going out. So I, I have I have many costumes. One year, yeah. One year I went out with my friend's it was like three of us, and we all were wearing my costumes. Because they were like, because wow. they, they weren't really ready, and they were like, do you have something? And it's like, do I have something? So what's your go out as? Um, I was, who was I? I was Raggedy Ann. Um, nice. My friend Magali was uh, Little Red Riding Hood, which was an old costume from when I, we did, uh, my friend Corinne and Vanessa and I did Red Riding Hood. So we were, we, I mean, Red Riding Hood. Alice in Wonderland. So I was Alice, Corinne was the Mad Hatter, and Vanessa was the White Rabbit. Okay. Um, and then Aaron was a bumblebee, which was one of my, uh, a costume from my salsa days when I was going, <laughs> going out salsa dancing. <laughs> oh, man. I don't have time for any of that anymore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so this year, no dressing up, but I, I still like Halloween. And it's funny because as I get older, I feel like I'm appreciating autumn more maybe because mm. i'm in the autumn of my life but i used to <laughs> no, like you're not <laughs> i am though you know I'm, I'm i'm getting up there um and yeah and i used to like refer to fall as winter and just be mad like oh it's cold uh. <laughs> but now it's like i am actually starting to like appreciate that it's like you know what it is cooler but it's still nice you can 
you can, this is nice leg warmer weather. It's like, get your outfits you out. You love a leg warmer. I do love a leg warmer. I love a knee high, I love a leg warmer. And and so we had some really nice days, which were exciting for me. So I got to wear my, my cute little jean shorts with my, with my leg, with my leg warmers on, my knee highs, my thigh highs on, and my little boots. And I was stepping. Like one, one day I was out and, and like multiple people were like, you look great. And I was like, it's the knee highs. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. So it's like even from a fashion standpoint, I'm like appreciating fall more. So um, okay. I, won't, I won't get any Halloween fun in this year, but I am appreciating the season. Now, I know you're a bit of a candy head. You love yourself some candy. I do. I have a problem. My, have a my sister and I both are like, we're not going to have tea soon. Do you have a favorite candy? <sighs> do I have a favorite candy? Well, that's a hard one. But I will say for seasonally, mm-hmm. like my favorite Halloween candy, uh, mini Haribo Gold Gummy Bears. So not the regular ones. Right. The ones that you get in like the giveaway packs and the because the, the bears are actually smaller mm-hmm. and they're a little harder. And I don't know why, but I just like those better. So I'm like... I'm a sucker for those. And then specifically fun size Snickers. Don't give me a big Snickers. I don't want that. I just want like one like bite, bite like one? two bites. Okay, so not so the, the not the, yeah, one. not the little square one, but like one, two bites. Gotcha. Huh? So, I don't know why. It's weird. It's like, cause when it's a full size, I don't want it. Too much. Too much. I feel you. I'm with you. And then, you know, so then you can eat 20. And then you don't feel as bad. And now we know why she likes the bite. I have definitely looked down and been surrounded by rappers. (laughs) I don't know what happened in here. It's in a Snickers coma. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? So, but probably favorite candy of all time, Tootsie Rolls. I'm just thinking, I was like, what's in my car right now? Tootsie Roll wrappers. Tootsie Roll. (laughs) Not even Tootsie Rolls. And my, I used to like them so much. Uh, My, my aunt Debbie, my mom's uh, baby sister. Um, would always have them in a jar in her house. And so whenever I would come over, I would eat them and, and to the point where she nicknamed me Toots. So she still calls me Toots. That's so cute. Yeah. I'm only you Toots from now on. Where do you stand? I can't be mad. Where do you stand on how? Ho- yeah. You know you can't. Uh, where do you stand on Halloween and or scary movies? Depends on the movie. So So you're not, you like them? I like them. I, I'm not a big fan of like body horror stuff per se like I'm not into like slashers mm-hmm. um, I don't mind zombies I don't mind like vampire stuff but I don't like the Jason the Freddy right. type stuff um, I like ghost stories but sometimes I have to not watch them because I have an overactive imagination, imagination. yeah mm-hmm. and like, like I even think about um, Us which was not a ghost story but I do have a real fear of doppelgangers I was sleeping with the light on for, like, months after seeing that movie because it just scared me. And, like, you know, you're brushing your teeth and you look up, and I was like, can I cuss? Yes. I said, if this bitch move, make a move I move, make, it's going to be a problem. Because I look, it's like, don't you move. That is don't real. move. Yeah, because I scared. Like, you're just scary, and I, you're just, you get in that mindset. And for me, I have an overactive imagination, so I can just kind of go to that place. Um movie I just watched though Hereditary which was not what I don't know what I really thought going in but it was not what I thought and I did like it yeah I did like it it is good it it, kind of unnerved me a little bit but but. yeah I mean I will say devil possession stuff always like 
yeah. upsets me a little bit, but that was like well done, and there was like more going on. I, mm. I was I was like I really have to think about what I saw. Um, another one, another like kind of possession movie that I like is uh, was it uh, uh, the possession or uh, the Exorcism of Emily Rose? Yeah, the one where she's one two three four five six seven. <laughs> so sometimes. <laughs> I would just my I watched it with friends, so sometimes we would just count at each other and to scare you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, that I, was horrifying. I, I've never seen that movie, and I and then and I won't, and now I never will. Uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I think I feel, feel well. Like Gabe and Cat feel me. I know they saw it. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, so, is that? Uh, would you say? Do you have like a favorite scary movie? My favorite. My favorite Halloween movie, like, mm -hmm. I like, and it's not really scary, but it is, it is a kind of that genre. Idle Hands with Devin Sawa. Ooh. I love that movie. I can watch it over and over again. I love it. And, and it's one of those things, I don't know if, how it's perceived in, like, the horror community, if people take it seriously or not. Mm. And, you know, it's just like, is it a bad movie? Maybe. But I just, I enjoy it thoroughly, so... Hey, there you go. I like that. I like that. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us, Ariel. I'd like to thank you, Lynn, for taking the time to speak with me and share the day, share Halloween Comic Fest down at Amalgam Comics and Coffee House, 2578 Frankfurt Avenue. Come buy some comics. Buy comics. Uh, buy comics, buy coffee, and chill out. That's what we do here. We had a chill vibe, chill people, um, you know. And if you can't get here... Go to AmalgamPhilly.com. Buy your comics there. That is correct. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Lynn. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So Halloween Comic Fest is shutting down here at Amalgam. Well, the triples are shutting down, but not before we talk to a longtime member of the Triple Nation. It is, I always like to put lady in front of it, but I know it's not lady. It is just M is here with us. <laughs> on Triple Nation. How are you doing, Em? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine. Long time no see. I know. You've been down working in a lab, from what I understand. I have been working in a lab, and I've also been working in theater. Yes, been doing big things. And now, and actually, you're working out uh, um, in Germantown right now, right? Yep. I am working at the Quintessence Theater um, at the Sedgwick Theater in Germantown as the special effects artist for some of their upcoming shows for Season X. Ooh, ooh, can you tell us, give us like a little sneak preview of what's to come? So right now we're wrapping up the Singe Festival. So we have a show called The Playboy of the Western World, which has a very, very lovely, gory reveal of yours truly. The next show after that will be The Wizard whoa, of Oz. Whoa, 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 cut. Wait, wait, wait. A gory reveal? A gory reveal. You have to actually see the show, which the next show is Halloween night, and then the next one after that is November 2nd, and then the show is over. You have to see the gory reveal. I can't tell you about it. So it's Halloween night, which is Thursday, mm -hmm. so that's, that's, that's show night. Can't be there on then. So November 2nd, which would be the Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night. At 7.30. At 7.30. And that's the final show. That's the final show. Se November 2nd. So that's, that's next, next Saturday. Yep. For a gory reveal of them. gory reveal. All right, I'm coming. <laughs> you have to because everyone in the audience is like, oh, my God, no. And I'm like, yes. My job is done. 
If you could have seen the dance she did, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> she was just like, yes, the jazz. That came with a bounce. So, Listen. all right, I can check that out. And then the next show after that in December will be starting The Wizard of Oz. But I don't know the full details. All I have been told that is a darker spin on The Wizard of Oz. Mm. So I only have a little bit of information on what I will probably be making for The Wicked Witch, which mm -hmm. is not the usual Wicked Witch you are used to. Mm -hmm. But I would imagine that just The Wizard of Oz, because of the history of it mm -hmm. in all its iterations, whether it be on stage, in the film, The Wizard of Oz, mm -hmm. or in uh, on stage, even in Wicked, mm -hmm. that it would pose with it a lot of makeup challenges yeah. uh, for you, right? For this, from what has been like shopped around, it definitely will. The only thing that I can say is that the witch will not be green. She will not be her characteristic green color. Oh, you are you're, you're saying it. That's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. It's not. I was actually surprised. I was like, but iconically, she's been green. <laughs> but for this, it's definitely not going to be green. Um, so I'm excited to find out what the details are about mm -hmm. it because sculpting is going to be amazing for me. So I'm excited. <laughs> so when you walk into a situation like that, are you working in combination with the people that are putting together the production to try and come up with the character designs or are they leaving you to your own creativity? Um, usually they leave it to me because mm -hmm. um, a lot of times where I'll run into is like people will have a concept, an idea, but it doesn't exactly execute into a creative, like realistic stance. Um, and because I kind of tend to think outside of the box and just like to go there, people usually trust and leave it up to me to come up with a very good gory result or a very good realistic, whatever the scenario is. I always tell people just literally give me the name, what the main feature is that you want to showcase and any little, like little small descriptions and that's it. I promise you, you're going to love it. And then you run, you take it and run with it. I take it and run with it and maybe go a little extra mile for the extra wow factor. Her wow is wow. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've seen her work. It's wow. It's all that. It's all that. So I would assume that you're a huge Halloween fan. I'm definitely a huge Halloween fan. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, from way back, even from when you were a kid? Yes. I grew My mom is actually a very big Halloween person. She grew up on horror movies, and I was pretty much raised on Tales of the Crypt. <laughs> Christopher Lee, like, I, it was nonstop. I don't know if people ever remember this, but it, you, this will show my age. TNT used to have TNT Classic for Halloween all the time, and they would show all the Christopher Lee movies. Mm -hmm. And I still vividly remember when Bram Stoker's Dracula appeared for the first time on TV. And they did this whole marathon, and then they finally released Bram Stoker's, and they had this little um, giveaway that you could win a trip to London and everything. That is what my life was consisting of, that and being able to stay up at 8 o'clock to watch <laughs> Tales of the Crypt. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, so you said your mom was a huge horror movie fan? Mm -hmm. Yes, she still is. Like, she loves vampire movies. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, she's actually re-reading the entire Anne Rice series. Oh, that's nice. That's so cool. That's what, that's, what, that's what her thing is now. Her yearly her goal is to get through all 12 books. <laughs> nice. There actually is a podcast that you can find on our, our, our feed, and it's on his own feed, called The Ghouls Next Door. With these two women that talk about horror and all aspects of horror, and their most recent episode, they're reviewing the works of Anne Rice. Yes. Yeah, so you got to check that out on blacktribbles.com right there. Okay. 
It's pretty cool. Or look them up on any place you check out podcasts, The Ghouls Next Door. Mm-hmm. Great podcast. You, you would love them. If you're in a horror, you'll love that podcast, most definitely. So um, do you have any, a favorite Halloween memory growing up? Favorite Halloween memory? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Favorite Halloween memory was actually in high school, and I was going with a bunch of friends, and we got dropped off in this neighborhood that we told gave out amazing candy. Okay. Mostly it was full-size candy bars. So That's amazing. We go through what is like a McMansion-type house where instead of just trick-or-treating, the guy wanted us to go through his home. We were like, um, okay. We go through this person's lovely, decorated, mini-haunted house situation. Get all the way out to the end, and every spot that you would go to, you get scared. They give you like a big piece of candy, and it had his whole family. This was like not even just like this was just a neighborhood person who just got his family to just dress up as haunted house characters. And I will never forget at the end of it, I was running out, and I was all right, okay, I'm over, I'm over, and I'm over it. And then out popped a trash can. The guy's tiny little son. I screamed so loud. <laughs> I ran away. He's like, wait, 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 wait. You forgot your candy. Come back. And I was like, I pedaled backwards. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> and then I just took off. And I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. But that has been my favorite Halloween since then. Because it was like, I felt like an adult getting the big pieces of candy. <laughs> and getting scared. I feel you. I, that would freak me out. I'm not ready. Not ready for that. Um, What was your favorite, like, costume that you did for Halloween? My favorite costume that I did for Halloween... Um... There's actually two. When I was a kid, I went as uh, Jeannie from I Dream of Jeannie, and it was because I was obsessed with the... Belly buttons? Actually, no. The thing was my... No, my mom actually made me wear a... Brown. I will never forget this. It was a chocolate colored bodysuit. And then I had to put my eye to Virginia. Are you serious? How old were you? I think I was like eight or something. Okay, I understand. I guess, but it did not match at all. You could tell I was wearing this chocolate suit. (laughs) And then I had the costume on top of it. Um, And then my next favorite one was actually a couple of years ago um, when I made the uh, Catwoman costume from Batman Returns. Okay. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you, I think I posted pictures of that. I don't know if you saw it or not. I probably was not allowed to look at you in a Catwoman costume oh. that was all stitched together. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure if, even if it flashed on my IG, somebody's like, what you looking at? Nothing. Nothing, honey. But I had the best time making it because when I first sewed the entire suit, but I didn't put the stitches on and I was posting it online, everyone was like, is that a gimp outfit? And I was like, oh no. And I had just gotten, like, the whip and everything, and I had the boots, so I was showing off, like, what had came in the mail before I did all the stitching and the corset. So all you just see is, like, pictures of me in the pre-stitch outfit, holding the whip and everything, and it's just like, oh, my God. Well, I mean... I'm like, come on now. But... I loved it because Catwoman has is my favorite, favorite, favorite character of all time, and I absolutely adore Michelle Pfeiffer's version of it. 
I think I've seen Batman Returns. I've seen it when it came out in theaters, and then I just obsessively had watched it. So I actually was, that was another, yeah, I was also Catwoman as a kid as well. So it was a funny thing to tell my mom a couple of years ago that I was going to as Catwoman. She was like, again? <laughs> like, didn't you get out of that when the movie came out? And I was like, but mom, this time I get to be accurate. Yeah. I get to be accurate. And what was really great about that was I was actually able to track down the original uh, production designs. So I had all the full details for creating the gloves, where all the placement on the latex original costume was. And I got to see um, stuff that was um, put in the museum for it. Okay, cool. So I went all out because I needed to do this justice. Unfortunately, the mask that I got, because I didn't have time to sculpt and make my own mask, I ordered it, could not fit my head. So at last minute decision, I pretty much went as Michelle Pfeiffer at the end of the movie when the She's like ripped off the mask. hair was a mess, but I couldn't have a messed up makeup. So I was like, it's just going to look nice. It's just fine. We're going to go with it. Right, right. You got to be on brand. But it was my it was my favorite thing to do because that was actually my second costume and I made that in three days because the first one ripped everywhere. But fun facts for everybody, if you're ever working with spandex, make sure your spandex is four-way and if you happen to use two-way, be awake and not accidentally sew it in the direction of the two-way that does not stretch. Mm. Because the failure of when you put on a suit, you are wearing the suit, and then that is it. <laughs> and now you know. And knowing is half the battle. The more you know. <laughs> Do you have a favorite, like, Halloween candy? Are you a candy girl? Yes. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Wow. We got a lot of love for Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Because it's chocolate and peanut butter. Like, you have to, unless you have a peanut, uh, like, a peanut allergy, okay, that's fine. But other than that, you're just a hater. <laughs> you probably just eat black licorice and eat Smarties all the time. Now, Charlene was on much earlier, and she showed some love for the white chocolate Reese's cup. Ew. No. no? White chocolate anything tastes... Ew. No. How are you going to do that? That's 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 Charlene's favorite. Oh, the dark chocolate Reese's peanut butter cup. That's right, because they do have the dark chocolate ones. That is right. amazing. White chocolate, that no. No. Well, you, you and uh, Charlene will battle it out. Definitely. Are you a scary movie girl? Yes. Big time? Very much. Yeah? What movie scared you the most? Oh, Do you remember your first horror movie? My first horror movie was Fright Night. Okay. Okay. Fright That's a good one. was my one. first horror movie, but the movie that scared me the most as a kid was It's Alive. Really? The rat monkey screwed me up <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> And no, I'm so serious. I finally actually got the courage to rewatch It's Alive, I think, three years ago, and I had to have someone sit with me. And when I saw it, I was ashamed of myself. That's what happens. That is exactly, I see. That and Child's Play. It was, it was one of, it was. It's Chucky's just, real now. There, there is a terrible story that goes along with Chucky, so I felt that was justified for me to be afraid of Child's Play. But It's Alive, just that rat monkey situation, it just. <laughs> I feel you. I definitely feel you on that. Ugh, ugh. Is, uh, what's your favorite horror movie? Hellraiser. Wow, that's the second one today. I didn't think I would get one. Why Hellraiser? First of all, the costuming is amazing. I would imagine so, yeah. And if you are a fan of Clive Barker, anything that he has done, especially when it comes to the toys with McFarlane toys, are just amazing. Mm -hmm. um, he has another game. He has a game called Undying, and like the characters are just great. And then he has a toy series um, 
called uh, Tormented Souls, which is pretty much if you love Hellraiser, the Tormented Souls collection is fantastic. And it was just the concept. It was a very dark concept. And I I think I, I rented that movie when I was like five or something. I was always renting horror movies. What are you doing renting Hellraiser when you five? Listen, Tales of the Crypt, Hellraiser, I think I spent most of my time watching uh, the behind-the-scenes version of uh, Thriller because you could always rent Thriller yeah. movie or the behind-the-scenes behind scenes. scenes, right. That's where I got my start in special effects was constantly renting that movie and seeing, like, the makeup. So I was just all in. But Hellraiser, the costume was amazing. I love the concept of the makeup and just the laminate configuration box was just beautifully crafted. I love craftsmanship and lots of high detail. Mm -hmm. And while storyline-wise, you know, I never completely, like, follow on, but just visually it always did something. It was just dark and just mm -hmm. beautiful, kind of dark and creepy. Um, and it's what made it stand out even at, yeah. in that, that day, yeah. And, you know, and like I said, you know, costume-wise, it was just very creative how they came up with, like, the monsters. Because, you know, when you always see a demon or a hell monster, they always have horns, they're red. And then here you have, um, you have the chatter with his mouth all pulled back. Mm -hmm. um, the one, I can't remember her name, she was a smoker. And then when she was killed, literally, that showed up as she was yeah. in demon form. So I thought that was actually kind of an amazing concept. Like, however, whatever affliction or something you had when you were alive, what takes you to hell it ends up becoming a part of you. Mm -hmm. You know, so that is... That, that to me is what makes Hellraiser like a really, really good music, just m music, movie concept wise. So, that's pretty dope. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with us, Em. The people listening to you and they want to find you and look at your beautiful but creepy work <laughs> online and on the IG. Where do they find you? You can find me at my website, uh, Miss M I S S dash Manda, M A N D A H dot com. You can follow me on Instagram for my special effects and horror makeup at MFX Makeup. Or if you just want to look at my artwork, you can follow me at Forsaken Fairy. There's an E, by the way, after the F-O-R. <laughs> I realized there was another Forsaken Fairy recently who actually spelled it correctly. <laughs> no, you spell it correctly. She That's just right. spell it normal. That's right. You do it correctly. There you go. Your E is silent. So there you go. Em, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. You're welcome. Right. Always a pleasure. All right, we're saying bye from Halloween Comic Fest, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Bad Trouble putting a bow on it. Put some sunshine on your face. I got mine. Go get yours. And in parting, we say... Bye.